What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. If this is your first time tuning into Dig Straight Down, I want to personally welcome you to the show. This is a podcast, and it's all about Minecraft updates. Whether those are updates that are actually coming to the game, or they're updates that we're just making up on our own just for fun. Either way, if either of those things are interesting to you at all, you're in the right place. And guys, you know what's going to happen. We're going to kick this episode off with the Q&A segment. It's the segment where I read a question that I'd asked you previously and the answers that you guys gave me. So without any further ado, let's get right into the Q&A segment. Now, a few episodes ago, I asked you guys to take any mob and tell me one way to make it better. James says, the bat, just give it a useful drop. Maybe bat guano could be added. It could be used as a spell component as a fireball spell. I think that that would be really cool if you added like a bat guano to maybe a fire charge uh, to make it a throwable item. That might be really fun. T-Rex Tobe says silverfish. I think they need to be more common. Oh, I don't know. And be called rats. You have to make poison to stop them from eating you. I don't know if I want that change, T-Rex Tobes. <laughs> Barbecue Chip says, straight up remove phantoms or add them to end islands and remove them in the overworld. I think there's a lot of people who would love to see that particular change. The long... <laughs> the long-legged Majoon? I don't know how to say what, what that is, but they say Enderman. They should be like that one smart mob over there. They should be able to build things with the blocks that they pick up. Now, I think that would be really cool if Enderman actually picked up a block and then made some sort of structure out of it. It would take forever for that to happen, um, but it would be cool to kind of find that maybe down in a cave somewhere. Maybe they're building some sort of little, you know, I'm, I'm imagining a little card bo cardboard box fort <laughs> that kids kind of build sometimes. What if the Endermen were doing that with grass blocks? That would be really funny to see. NRG Turtle says, Creepers, you could hear them before they start hissing. NRG Turtle was blown up by a silent creeper. Well, but I think that they're called creepers because they're silent. So if they were they were no longer silent, maybe we should keep them, maybe we should change their name to something else. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Floop says the wither. I have always wanted to make a wither storm a thing, but that doesn't need to be modded. So yeah, a wither storm boss without the command block or mods. Now, having seen the the wither storm in a video recently before, I, and and that was my first time seeing it. I don't know. I do not want the wither storm. Maybe a very low key version of it, something that's not actively eating the entire world, would be interesting. But um. Yeah, I don't know. The Wither is pretty powerful as is. I don't know if I want another more powerful kind of Wither, but very interesting idea. Silas says the bat could be updated and could be able to fly around enemies' heads and distract them. That actually is a good idea. Um, what if you're in a cave and there's a bunch of mobs in there and they start coming at you, but a bat 
happens to be in the area and starts flapping around and they all get distracted by the bat. What if a what if bats actually aggroed all hostile mobs? That might be interesting. Geekson says, I think the sniffer could be better if there were a better variety of plants. Maybe we'll have a plant for every color dye. I like that idea. And finally, Dragonfish said, you should be able to collect a llama spit in a bottle, which is poisonous. <laughs> um, actually, actually, llama spit, llama spit in real life is really, really stinky. It's very smelly. Um, and I know this because um, my in-laws have a llama and uh, it has spit at us before and it smells really, really bad. So maybe there could be something that you, you could collect the spit from a llama and make it into a splash potion. And it could be sort of a deterrent from, you know, hostile mobs that are coming at you. You throw down the splash potion and they don't want to have anything to do with you anymore uh, because you smell bad. That might be fun. Well, guys, thank you so much for these ideas. And if you want your ideas read out on an upcoming episode, go to this episode on Spotify, interact with the Q&A post there, and I'll do my best to read out as many of those answers as I can in a future episode. Now, before we get into the main discussion, I do want to remind you guys, I would like to create a discord for this community. Now, I have had people reach out to me interested in being a moderator, but I still I, I still want to hit that five person mark. So if you are at least 18 years old or older and you are interested in being a moderator for an official Dig Straight Down server, uh, send me an email to digstraightdowncast at gmail.com to let me know that you are interested and uh, we'll chat about it. I'll add your name to the list. And once we reach five people who are interested and willing to be moderators, then I will announce on the podcast when um, when the Discord will finally open. So guys, if you are interested, if you're at least 18 years old and you're interested in being a moderator and helping this community grow, uh, send me that email and let me know that you're interested and I cannot wait to hear from you. Also, don't forget about the One Block Challenge. Last week, I announced that this week's challenge is going to be the ocean. Uh, so come up with a block idea that has anything to do with the ocean and send me your idea in an email all of the uh, information for this challenge is going to be in the description of this episode. If you need a refresher and a reminder on what to do and how to do it, uh, go to the description of this episode and all the information will be there. So guys, don't forget to give me your ideas at the latest on Wednesday. All right, and with that being said, let's get into the main discussion of this episode. Now, last week, Mojang released Minecraft Java Edition 1.2. 20.3. Um, and actually, since then, they've finally released, um, I believe it's 1.20.4, um, which is a full release. And uh, in those notes of that release, they there was a bunch of bug fixes and stuff that we don't usually go over bug fixes unless they are particularly interesting. Um, so we're not going to talk about that one, but we're going to talk about the release of Java Edition 1.20.3. Um, because there were some interesting little points that I just wanted to chat about a little bit. Nothing too major, um, but I feel, felt like they were interesting enough to talk about. So this is from the, uh, the Minecraft.net article about this release, and I'm just going to read it. 
We are now releasing 1.20.3 for Minecraft Java Edition. This release comes with new functionality for decorated plots, a new look for the bat, and improvements to shields. This release also includes new features for map makers and pack creators, like scoreboard display names and extensions for the execute and return to commands, and a new administrative tool, the tick command. The optional update 1.21 experiment also shows up in this version as a sneak preview of features for the next major version of Minecraft. And here are the changes. Decorated pots can now store items and can be smashed by projectiles. When a player is blocking with a shield, the arm with the shield now follows the direction the player is looking at when viewed from a third person's perspective. The bat has a new look. They added an accessibility option that allows to hide the yellow splash text in the main menu, added a recovery screen for worlds with missing data, for example, if saving failed due to an unexpected shutdown, and other mi minor tweaks. So that's a basic overview of all of the changes that were in this update. And let's get into the nitty-gritty of the decorated pots. Decorated pots now store up to a single stack of items, Hoppers, droppers, and minecarts with hoppers can now insert and or extract items from decorated pots. Comparators can now read the number of items in decorated pots. Players can interact with decorated pots to insert items into them. They have no GUI and need to be broken to retrieve or discover their content by players. Player interactions with decorated pots cause the decorated pot to wobble and trigger the vibration frequency of 11. Decorated pots can be smashed by projectiles, which cause them to shatter and drop their content. Decorated pots can now stack up to 64. Um, my favorite thing, honestly, about decorated pots, um, aside just from like how to interact with them, uh, as far as like smashing them and stuff like that, that's really cool. And I love the sound design behind it as well. But the fact that they have no GUI, no uh, user interfaces, what that basically means um, no, no screen pops up like, like with the chest. If you interact with the chest, you have this screen that pops up that shows you everything in the chest. It feels much more organic, uh, to use the decorated pots for storage. I love that about it. And I really hope that more things like that get added to Minecraft because I personally don't love, uh, GUIs. I think that the less of them, the better. And the more ways that there are to interact with something without having an entire secondary screen pop up, I think is the best way to design a feature. And so I think that it's one of the best things about the decorated pots. As far as how good they are for storage and redstone, I'm not sure. Uh, redstone people in the redstone community are going to know far more about that than I did. Um, I watched uh, Mumbo Jumbo and I believe Eximavoid uh, experiment a little bit with them in their videos. And I don't believe that they were too enthusiastic about any sort of uh, earth, earth shattering changes that were going to come to the redstone from the decorated pot, but they still really liked the feature. And I think I trust their opinion. It is a good feature and I'm glad to see it come to the game. Now for the changes to the bat, the bat has an updated model animations and texture. This episode is brought to you by Reese's peanut butter cups and breaking news. Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, 
You can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Um, and this is interesting. I personally, I'm going to miss the old texture of the bat. It kind of had a special place in my heart, but I do like the updated model and I think it's a great change. Um, having already seen this in the game, uh, myself, um, it's pretty nice to see. Um, now a lot of people have been asking whether or not this means that, um, the, the bat's going to get a functionality. I don't really think so. I think the bat, honestly, is probably going to stay without any sort of function, and that's okay. The bat, to a lot of people, is really annoying, but honestly, I kind of feel like people overstate how annoyed they are with the bat. Um, but the bat is a, it's a cool mob. It adds some environmental you know, atmosphere to caves and underground spaces. Um, sometimes some jump scares, and that's okay. They don't really annoy me that much until they get in front of my pickaxe or my sword if I'm trying to swing at a zombie, and it just takes the hit for it. Like, that That annoys me. But otherwise, I think they're fine. I think what this honestly means is that Mo Mojang is actively looking at older features in the game and just asking a basic question of how can we make this better? How can we update this a little bit? And these little features like the bats that don't really do anything. They're, they don't change the gameplay at all. Um, I think that's a safe way to update the game without stepping on too many toes. And uh, yeah, it's a welcome change in my opinion. Now that's going to be all of my comments about all of the, those changes. I think that it's moving in a great direction and um, I can't think of anything that I don't like about it. Um, but something that popped up in the community that I thought was interesting. Um, along with this uh, release, Mojang released a video in which they um, highlighted the crafter, which is going to come in 1.21, but they also were highlighting the decorated pots. In this video, we see a developer, a Mojang developer, working on the crafter design on his computer. So he's working on the, he has this software pulled up and he's, you know, editing the graphics of the interface of the, the crafter and what it looks like. It's, you know, it's all very staged. I don't think they actually ambushed him while he was working on it and said, Hey, act natural. I'm going to take a video of you. I think it was very staged and, um, it was just really cool to see a little bit of the process, but, um, zoom and enhance, <laughs> uh, the community, searched his screen for any hints of new features. As we do, we always look and see, are they hiding anything? Is there anything between the lines that hints at any new features? And uh, those who did the searching were rewarded because sure enough, there was a tab open on his developing software. And the tab was labeled frying table. All right. And then, of course, everyone went wild with speculation, as they do and as they should. That's part of the fun of being in the Minecraft community. Now, does this mean that we are going to get some sort of cooking or food update in 2021? Now, in my opinion, the food system in Minecraft is very, very, very outdated. And uh, so many food items in the game... Uh, are just falling out of favor with the community and we hardly ever interact with them. Thinking about beetroot stew and rabbit stew um, and beetroots in general <laughs> um, and things like that. Like we just hardly ever interact with these things in the game, that, but there's lots of them. So what exactly needs to change about the food system in Minecraft? 
There are so many, again, so many different kinds of foods to choose from, but only a few of them are worth eating, and the rest, as a result, become completely irrelevant to the game. So, how could a frying table fix this problem? So, in my opinion, if this thing is actually coming to the game, the frying table could be a way to combine the lesser utilized food into better food sources. The lesser utilized food, things like beetroots and everything, could be ingredients, simple ingredients to combine into better food sources. The best food in the game right now is golden carrots. And to make golden carrots, you have to have golden nuggets and carrots. Carrots aren't that hard to get. Golden nuggets aren't that hard to get either. But the difference is golden nuggets isn't something that you farm. I mean, yes, you can. You can farm them with a zombified piglin farm. But you usually, like, you, the game wants you to mine for golden nuggets. So in the game design, you don't farm golden nuggets. You go mining for them. Um, but you do farm the carrots. So if we're working within what the game wants us to do, then there's a lot more potential for a good food source to arise from the things that we, we farm um, in the farming system that already exists within the game in its intended uh, gameplay. So taking beetroots, uh, maybe even poisonous potatoes somehow, um, uh, rabbit meat, you know, things like this, things that you usually don't really worry about so much in the game and combining it to make a better food source that actually has a good use. Maybe it's not good for combat. Maybe it's good for something else. Um, that might be a way that the frying table could be utilized. It could also be a way, and I've seen this idea being thrown around. It could also be a way to, to infuse food with potions. So let's say mid-game, you have food and you have potions, and they usually are very separate from each other. But maybe once you have the frying table and you're in in-game, you can um, become even more powerful and infuse your, infuse your favorite potions directly into your food. I don't know if that makes food too powerful. I don't know if that's um, solving a problem that doesn't really exist. Um, I'm going to leave that up to the game developers, obviously. But uh, that could be something that we see. Now, I think at the end of the day, we have to remember not to get too excited. It is all speculation. Um, we don't know if this was in there just to play a prank on the community, if this is something that's going to actually be added to the game, or if this is going to be something that will be added to the game in five years. You know they work far, far ahead. Um, in game development. Uh, I mean, I've heard interviews with the developers saying they had been working on the uh, ancient city and the warden back when they were working on uh, the nether update or even earlier. So they work years in advance coming up with these ideas. Honestly, they've probably been working on the end update already for a few years, just coming up with concepts and ideas. So this could fall into that category where, yeah, they're planning on releasing it, but don't expect it to come in 1.21. Or this could come in 1.21. Or, you know what? It could never come to the game. So the best thing to do is have fun. Have fun with this idea. If you want to sit there and obsess over it and think about the various ways that this could be added to the game, knock yourself out. This is supposed to be fun for everyone. But I would say don't get too excited. Don't get your hopes up and certainly do.
do not get mad if it doesn't get added to the game because it was never promised. Um, that's how I would just leave this whole conversation anyway. Well, that being said, guys, that brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, again, send me your questions, your comments, and your ideas to digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. I cannot wait to hear from you. The music featured in this podcast was created by Miles Roxalot, and I have been your host, Rebel JC. And until next episode, keep digging straight down. I'll see you at Bedrock.